Welcome to the Dream Again podcast, where we provide common sense education and empowerment that gives hope to everyone, from the financially distressed to the financially secure. Here are your hosts, Brandon Smith and Stephen Resson. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dream Again podcast. I'm Brandon Smith here with my co-host, Stephen Russett. What up, Brando? Stephen, how are you, man? I'm good. Are you? Yeah. Are you good? Well, I'm a little tired, a little worn down, but... Yeah, you had a big weekend. I did, yeah. Uh, completed the Spartan Race Challenge up at uh, Flathead Lake. North Unreal. Park. Yeah. Isn't that like 50K? 50K. Which I looked up before the show. That's 31 point zero seven miles not just 31 miles we can't forget that point zero seven but yeah that point seven that was the worst part dude are you right? are you all right yeah i'm obviously going through some of those huge grueling races they're not fun anybody who will tell you they're fun is lying to you but the sense of of hopping over that fin- finish line and in the spartan race it's flames you, you it's, literally jump it's a over flames it, you jump over flames at the finish line. There's no better feeling in the world than that. It's worth all the training. It's worth all the, the 31 miles and the obstacles. 0. 0.07. 0. 0.07, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. it, it was really what, fun. What kind of obstacles? Like, what did you have to do? It, it's a lot of upper body stuff. So you're, well, you're climbing on ropes. You're doing uh, more or less um, lifting heavy things. You're going under, uh, in water, under tunnels. You're dirty for six hours yeah your fingernails are you yeah. are not clean here no they're, today so they're not I, i'm going to be showering for a week to yeah. get off this but yeah no it, it was really fun but more importantly than that is uh may the fourth be with you i i <laughs> i am so confused by it's, this right now i'm seeing this all over social media I woke up this morning and everybody may the fourth be with you like i don't get it i know it's a star wars reference um so you're telling you're telling me you've never seen the movie i or movies. Kid you not, I have never seen. And people are going to be shocked by this. This is groundbreaking. Okay. Earth-shattering. I have never seen an episode of Star Wars. How is that possible? Ever. What, what, what's your parents' numbers? I need to call them and ask them. <laughs> I, why, why, did they, why were they mad at you I, when you were a child? I have never seen one. I have no interest. I, like, I see clips or advertising or memes or... And it all looks like this terrible filming from the 80s that just like boring (laughs) like no desire at all so this whole may the fourth be with you i get the play on words but i don't know the context i don't know if it's something spock said or like i am clueless (laughs) when it comes to star wars okay so you're trying to tell me that you don't know the famous do you know the famous line from star wars uh what darth vader says i know you know it come on oh yeah that one that one's easy where he says you know, Luke, I'm not your father. <laughs> I mean, I don't live under a rock. I've just, I haven't seen the movies. So what were you watching? What what took up your time that was better than the greatest trilogy ever made? Oh, in, in that era, um, I was a fan of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, I can't beat Tailspin, yep. um, Darkwing Duck. Um, gosh, uh, Indiana Jones trilogy. Yeah, uh, definitely up there for me. But I just have not seen Harrison Ford is best Star Wars. So, um, yeah. But uh, big weekend in the Smith household as well. Yeah, happy uh, anniversary. Thank you. How'd that go for you? Um, well, you know, with uh, the 
pandemic and you know the, the travel and all that's been a little different but we um you know and with, with kids and life and schedules so i uh, kept it pretty simple this year but great anniversary had you know called up grandma watched the kids and wife and i went to dinner and came home and uh watched netflix i don't even remember what it was but just you know quality tv that but, feels like what you want in a in a marriage is somebody you can watch netflix with yeah Exactly. Probably just trash TV. You know, there's, there's some trash TV, some shows we enjoy, but we'll, we'll leave those out for now. But who, sounds like, oh, go ahead. Well, who who picks what you guys watch? Is that more uh, of a Oh, you? definitely my wife. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she, she runs the show. Yeah, she, she runs the remote in our house. But sounds like you and I had quite polar opposite weekends. You're out there uh, <laughs> digging through mud, jumping over fire, going 31.07 miles. And uh, yeah, went to nice dinner with my wife and just hung out. So, but we have one thing in common. What's that? We love insurance. We love insurance. <laughs> that's why we're here. We, today. That, that's why we're here today. And, um, yeah. So, where do we want to go today? What do we want to talk about? Well, I think we should consult the Captain Eight Ball today on one specific question. Okay. Revolving around life insurance. Life insurance. Okay. Uh, let me grab Captain Eight Ball here. Um, Captain Eight Ball, uh, life insurance. Um, prediction. There's so much up in the air with 2021. What does Captain Eight Ball, you know, if he if he was bold and came out and predicted the future, what would he say? Um, I think he would say rates are going up. Really? I think I think life insurance rates are going to be increasing. Um, I'm not always right. Uh, Captain Eight Ball isn't necessarily always right. But I think we have a really compelling case here today as to why I think life insurance should go up. But before we get to those reasons why we think life insurance should go up, let's really break down life insurance and yeah. talk about, you know, why you should carry it, how much you should carry, and yeah. what, it, what it costs. Let's put this into proper context before we start talking about rate increases. So, so I'm a 32-year-old man, Brandon. Would I be one of the people that would be eligible for life insurance? Because my, my view of this before I got into the industry was life insurance is just something that insurance salesmen push on you, try to add on to you to get you to spend more money. And, and I know there's a, a ton of different options you can do. There's whole life and term life and universal life and all these different questions. And, and maybe you've been in the industry a long time. Maybe you can just break that yeah. down for us, what, what it is and, and how we use it. Well, I've... I've spent 99.9% of my insurance career in the, the property casualty side of home and auto insurance. So life insurance isn't something I've, I've never sold a policy. I've never quoted a policy. I've never issued a policy. But what I do know is that the purpose of life insurance is to really uh, cover loss of income yeah. for, for a household. And so I, I was like you once where I thought life insurance, that's for old people that's for people when they're retiring that's right. something that comes later in life like i don't need that what do i what do i need that for and so life insurance serves a really great purpose and that is insuring your income it really should be called death insurance because right. when somebody passes away that policy pays out and you can replace their income so for a guy like you at 32 years old you could get a really solid you know term life policy uh 20 years at you know, two hundred fifty or five hundred thousand for just, you know, twenty thirty dollars a month, maybe four dollars a month, depending on you know your health and and you know the stage of life you're in, but very very minimal to guarantee that in the event of death that 
your family is taken care of and then that, that money that's paid out, you know, takes care of that, that income, that need for income for your family. So let's say, you know, one of the questions that we often hear is, well, how much coverage do I need? Right. And how long do I need this coverage? Yep. So I'll, I'll take the, how long do I need this coverage first? You know, your, your traditional term policy is 20 years. And if you do everything the way, you know, we would teach you in our office, um, you don't need life insurance for more than more than 20 years because you're going to have taken care of everything else. Your debt's paid off. You're going to get your home paid off, uh, especially you know with mortgage rates right now. If you lock in at a 15-year mortgage, that's going to be paid off. And so the need for life insurance wouldn't matter after 20 years because sure. you're fully investing. You've got your debts paid off. Your home's paid off. But um, how much should you carry is always kind of the million-dollar question. Right. And so what we kind of use as a rule of thumb is 10% or 10 times your annual income. So if you're making $50,000 a year, we would start at looking at a $500,000 okay, term policy. Yeah. So in the event of death, you get that policy, you get that check for $500,000. You can invest that. And based on you know some of the average returns we've seen in the market, you are going to be able to get $50,000 a year out of that account to maintain your livelihood so that in the event of, a, again, a, a tragic situation, the loss of a loved one, a spouse, that life insurance helps you maintain the same standard of living you had while that partner or spouse was alive and gainfully employed. So, you know, the purpose is to um, replace your income. Thank you for listening today. This is Buff Reynolds, producer of the Dream Again podcast. I hope you're enjoying today's conversation with Stephen and Brandon. If you want more information, or if you are ready to take the next steps in your financial plan, please be sure to visit GIIG.com forward slash blog. And now, back to the show. So, but we asked the eight ball here you know, predictions. And, you know, I, I think there's a compelling case right now as to what we're going to see with, with life insurance. And, and I do believe that we will be seeing life insurance rates increase. They, they are extremely low. The cost for term insurance uh, is extremely low right now. Uh, but I think they're going to go up uh, for three reasons. Okay. Uh, share those with you and let's break those down and, and talk about it. Um, the number one reason I, I, I think insurance regarding life insurance is going to increase in price is simply because of the fears of the unknown. Yeah. Um, We don't know and we won't know for years the full impact of COVID on life expectancy. Uh, So to play it safe, I believe insurance carriers will increase rates to make sure that there's enough money pooled up to pay for the deaths. Uh, It's been interesting. In the last couple of years, we have actually seen the life expectancy decrease uh, for the first time in uh, dozens of years wow. here in America that life expectancy has gone gone back the other direction. And so I think because of that insurance carriers, they're going to increase rates because of the unknown. It's going to take time to see what happens due to the effects of uh, COVID. Uh, number two reason I think rates are going to go up is what I just mentioned it a minute ago, mortality rates in the U.S. Uh, for the first time in decades this number has 
reseeded. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, they're going to be paying out insurance at a much earlier or paying up the, the cash benefit at a much earlier period in someone's life. Yeah. And so they have to invest it. And then, then that'd be the third reason. There's so much turmoil right now in the investment industry that their investments uh, are going to offer them a, a less sure footing. Um, and so they want to make sure that they're positioned in a way to safely move forward in business and be able to guarantee the payout on these policies. And they do that by taking their premiums and investing them and making money off that money. And so to make sure that they have enough money uh, to pay out those claims, they're going to have to also increase rates. So there's a lot that's up in the air. Um, it's definitely stable. I mean, I don't want to say anything where people are like, Oh no, life insurance sounds like it's unstable right now. Like, I, no, you're, you're going to be taken care of. But if you were just asking, you know, Captain Eight Ball, myself, mm -hmm. uh, the team here at GIG, uh, I think there really is a compelling argument that we're going to see life insurance rates increase in the next few years. Well, and I know at our agency, a lot of people have been calling, uh, asking questions about this, and, and it seems really daunting. It seems like life insurance is can be overwhelming with the the confusion of what policy do I go with and and how long do I need and, and it's real it's really easy guys it's not as big of a deal Brandon just broke it down perfectly you want to just cover the income that that you would maybe lose in in the case of a death right and there's so many people that can walk you through those steps it's just taking a little time focusing on it and, and talking with an agent that really cares for you and trusts you not trying to sell you something just trying to protect and be a part of your dreams and your vision and your goals going forward uh, to have a healthy and, and good lifestyle. So, Brandon, I learned so much in that last eight minutes from you. That was incredible. Uh, I hope our listeners really enjoyed uh, just just the introspection that you had there. Because in, in my life, you know, I just ran a Spartan race. I'm thinking I'm healthy. I don't need right. I don't need life insurance, right? I'm, I'm not going to die for for a long, long time. But you know, accidents happen every day. Not saying they're going to happen, but I don't want my family to be um, really hurting if something did happen to me. And it's just a really loving thing to think about in that term. So that was really good. Thank you. Yeah, Brandon. no, absolutely. And and there's so many questions that come up about life insurance, like who should carry it? Does everybody need it? What about my kids? And right. There, it's going to be different for every family in every situation. And, and I love that right now on GIG.com forward slash blog, another great post that an article that Paul Glidewell wrote that deals with all these different conundrums and how to know and when and why. And so, you know, if, if you're listening and you have questions, go check that out. GIG.com forward slash blog. Uh, there's a podcast, uh, there's a link from the podcast uh, in our notes now that can take you to that blog. And we'd just love for you to uh, get your questions answered, be educated. A lot of people don't know that we at GIG do life yeah. insurance. They think of us as a home and auto uh, but, you know, we cover it all. And I truly believe life insurance might be just the most important piece of the financial puzzle. Absolutely. And that's where we want to help people out with. So, so many questions, uh, limited on time. Um, but Stephen, go get some rest. I will. Uh, big weekend for you. And uh, may the fourth be with you. May the fourth. And go watch those shows, please. Right I now. can't do it. Uh, I can't do it. Okay. Good. Brandon. Awesome. Thank Have you guys for week. joining us. We'll see you next week. If you have found value in today's podcast, we would love for you to rate the show and leave a review. You can check out more resources that Brandon, Stephen, and the GIIG team have by visiting GIIG.com slash blog. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss what we have for you next week as we continue to motivate, encourage, and challenge you to dream again.